not as actual. Oh, you listen to Commander Smith? Did they talk about jizz again? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like people talk about with us. How I wish. How I wish you weren't here. Fuck. You're just two cavern of souls destroyed by dust bowls. Game after game. Running after the stomping grounds. But have we found same old fear? River of tears. I think you did a great job. I have no idea what you're doing. Pink Floyd? Wish you were here. That makes sense because I don't know any Pink. Oh, Floyd. you don't know Wish you were yeah. here? No, Come I don't know now. anything from Pink Floyd. <laughs> oh, jeez. So before this, what I was saying was terrible. Is like I wrote this in like <laughs> five minutes. All I was doing was like pulling names that sounded like the parts of the song. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> but it, that's what I do it all doesn't, the time. It doesn't make any sense. I did. You did a great job. <laughs> I'm sure everybody else out there is like, oh man, Pink Floyd. <laughs> this dude's a rocker and a kicker asser. <laughs> nice, a kicker, kicker asser, kicker of ass. I'm, the, the, I'm very proud of you. Uh, we oh, uh, Adam needs some confidence builder. No, it just I, I literally wrote that. For, took me five minutes, and then but I, what I was doing was like, okay, wish you were here, or it's supposed to be uh, <laughs> running after the same old ground. So I went after stomping grounds, like just. Oh, no, that's great. But it doesn't make sense. Whatever. But anyways, uh, welcome to Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smiths. <laughs> I'm Adam Smith. I was like, hey, this is Adam Smith, and I am Lowry Smith. Uh, cousins. Yeah. Move on. All right. Next notes. <laughs> and this is episode what number? Episode thirty-three. This is the, it's the really good weird. Trace, trace. Yeah, thirty-three. We've already recorded thirty-four last week, so now we're going back to thirty-three. And then we're, we're going to go do 35 right time. after that. I should have done what that. What is that? What? Was back that to like the future? A, okay. I could have guessed that, but I don't. Who does that? Pink Floyd? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lowry, as a parent, what am I going to say? You are not my parent. Uh, but so as, you as be a dad, what, me. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going with that. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, Lowry. It doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't uh, work on kids. Why would you even do that? They'll be well, like, they don't understand it yet. Our kids are so little. Dad, I don't care. Didn't that feel, I don't didn't care you feel if shitty when you're. Me. That was the worst what? thing when my parents were like, I'm not mad at you. I'm just. They, very they actually disappointed. did that? Yeah. I've never had my parents say that to me. Oh, because you're so good, Lowry. No, no, no. Oh, good for you. Basically perfect. So don't worry about it. Not today. You weren't perfect today. Lost Ouch. that last one. Ouch. I shouldn't talk because I did too. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler alert! In two minutes. Uh, well, we should uh, do our our, our show. Sign on. Yeah. Uh, so you can follow us at Commander Smiths on Twitter. <laughs> just anywhere. <laughs> just, you can just follow us. At, um, uh, you can Smiths. email us at commandersmiths at gmail And then you can YouTube us. The normal YouTube. At Commander Smiths. Yeah. Sure. You could probably like shrink that down into you could follow us on com- like at Commander Smith on YouTube and Twitter. That would work, but do you that. don't at. I mean, it, you don't at for YouTube. Like, oh, it's an at, like the actual at right. for Twitter. I'm just trying to make this less words, <laughs> even though I'm like continuing to talk. Uh, so what do we what do we got on the the docket for uh, this week? So we just got done with the pre-release. Uh, of guilds of ravnica and we'll kind of talk about that experience some things that we noticed some cool cards that we got then we get into commander spotlight with uh vraska vraska that was uh your lead right there so we'll see which way you went with that and then we go into (laughs) magical news we're gonna have magical news i Uh, gotta get that 
that sounder that you did when you did the really nerdy I, voice. I have no idea what I... <laughs> I don't remember it at this point. I don't remember most stuff. So. I, I keep saying I got to do these sounders. I do actually cut them up, and I have like a list okay. of sounders. Yeah. Just more promises <laughs> for everybody out there that uh, that things that you never do. Oh, you just wait, Larry. And you're going to be out of the it. country? Oh, man, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to plug it because you're on are you gonna be able to listen are you gonna listen to the no, episode no i don't listen anyway i'm really <laughs> yeah, bored yeah. with us uh and then we finish off the episode with uh our kaladesh so yeah well we're gonna start doing yeah we're gonna start doing uh rotation for standard and then just cards that we can kind of spec on so oh, yeah, this so is this the is first technically the first one. It. Okay, yeah. so yeah, we got to we got to lead into it. Like <laughs> I'm like that. I'm thinking there. I'm like, like why are you this one? <laughs> so we're gonna do the top 15 cards that you got to look out for to potentially pick up now, potentially pick up when it gets down to a certain price, and then we kind of have like an out of what we think it might get up to as well for oh, each one. We? Well, I didn't put that down. Oh, not this one. But did you have it? Uh no no I actually said to get in at a certain price yeah you're right yeah so yeah we're not gonna tell you when to sell you're, <laughs> you sell you're on your, your own, own person do once do that, you make so. money then sell it um yeah. but then we also have our what is it what do we call it bulk bulk, bulk buys. buys bulk buys after so then that. it's just a bunch of cards towards the end that aren't part of our top fifteen but it's cards that are like all right well this will fit in a ton of decks I'm gonna buy or, a bunch yeah, of them you know for like really yeah. cheap and you can just put them all in your deck so. Uh, so yeah, that's this show's note. So why don't we start off with our pre-release stuff? I like it. You want to go first? What? Uh, okay. Uh, guild kit. Or so when you're into this, you can choose what guild you want to get into. Uh, we tried to choose different ones so we would so have different, different experiences. experiences. Um, so I forced Adam to choose the <laughs> bad yeah. deck. No, he texted. He was like. Uh, I'm going to do Demir. We should probably do different ones. Uh, I was like, God damn it. That's the one I want to do. You could have fought for it, but you, I was, I was you like, rolled well, over pretty easy. I was so. like, uh, I don't play Boros ever. Like, no Commander decks. I don't have a Boros. Just solely Boros. So I was like, all right, I'll try Boros out. It's like, now that, since Lowry is like ragged on it for the last month it's, it's funny i was when you text me that i was like god damn it i gotta get faster at text i'm like hey i'm gonna do this one which one do you want <laughs> i've taken the ninja commander i've taken all those so i i, I can yeah I, can... I get i get to choose the cool stuff every once in a while <laughs> so overall so how'd we do Boros, or do we want to say how we do or at the end we could do well, it at the same time it. you want to one two three we are two, two and one, one. That's crazy. But this one, we yeah. They, we if only, you didn't get that, he said two and one. I said two and one. It was just at the same like time. Like an echo. Yeah. Echo. I don't know. Why I repeated it because it's an echo. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but we went into the last game, both of us undefeated. And, yes. But we didn't play each other because there were three of us that were undefeated, and Larry played the other undefeated guy. I played the guy that lost the first. His first game, he had a different deck, whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's not you, so you don't have to worry about it. He was just one and one. Yeah. So. Uh, and I went, yeah, I went to Mir, uh, because uh, pull anything pretty sweet out of it. Uh, my promo card was Lazav, twenty six dollar card that yeah. paid for your whole thing. I was pretty happy with. Well, I got to move it. That's and I have like two days. Yeah, before, before it I drops, can. I need to be able to mail it in two days. So it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, my promo card was uh, Light of the Legion, but my most expensive card was pulling uh, Overgrown Tomb. But yeah, I didn't even use one. it. Well, although I did get Chance for Glory. So we both got, you got your Mythic, I got my Mythic yeah. out of I, it too. I, I really like Chance for Glory. I'm I kind of like, used it for one of my, lo- oh, that's, when we're, we were yeah. talking at dinner and I was like, I don't remember how I lost, but I lost. 
This is how I lost one of my games. Are you serious? Yeah, because Chance of Glory, I wasn't going to, he was about to beat me. And so <laughs> I, I all out attacked and then he blocked. Uh, I was playing, it was my second match. What was he playing again? He was always oh, playing Is It. Is It, yeah. And so he blocked. Then I played it, gave them all indestructible. I got him down to 15, but then. <laughs> Whoa, that was real close. But I got another turn and got to attack with all those again. He had actually. Then you got him life. down to twelve. I would have got him down to three. Okay. So it was close, but I, then I was like, "Ha! You didn't kill me, fucker! <laughs> I killed me. Yeah, that's, that's what I did there." Yeah. No. But, uh, how'd your games go? Uh, so the first round I played against Golgari, uh, Mike, your neighbor. Uh, he mana screwed himself two games in a row. I, I kind of rolled him. Yeah. Felt kind of bad. Like, I had enough removal to deal with everything that mm-hmm. he even, like, tried playing. I was just wasting shit. I was like, he's I'm, he's so far behind. So. <laughs> um, my, my deck ended up being, uh, like, artful whatever. I'll talk about that later. But a uh, bunch of removal and then, like, flyers that would have evasion and kind of not be blocked as easy. So it, it made ends meet of them. That was the, uh, the toughest thing I had because the last match was against the Demir uh deck and flying was my biggest downfall yeah, of this deck yeah. um how'd your second one go uh second game was against a like a three color is it thing and he drew a whole ton of cards and every game like i scared him i went 2-0 but like he just kept drawing cards and not doing anything and i mean he was doing stuff but <laughs> um like the card that really impressed me in his deck was like risk factor like the first game uh I just took eight damage because he hadn't dealt anything. And I was like, he's down to one card in hand. Like, if he wants to discard that to deal another four, I'm like, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I took eight damage off of that. And then the second game, I was too low, so I let him draw six cards off of that. And somehow I was able to just, like, he kind of just, um, I had the Night Veil Predator. It's a 3-3 three, three flying death touch hexproof. Oh, yep, yep. And so he, he thought he could, like, tap it down. I was like, hexproof. hexproof. And he was just like damn it <laughs> and so um that's how i kind of won the second game and, and that, then your, I, that card is really good and, and limited then, yeah and then your third match did you go one two or one two yeah i won the first game and then lost the second two mm. um the the second like the first game was really back and forth like all of my uh all of my games but the second game he got the i remember specifically but it's the one one double strike vigilance trample and then he put an aura on it that gave it plus three plus two on turn four and i only had like a one three nothing (laughs) out and he was just bashing my face and i was like oh this game's this game is not going where i want it to go so your third game how'd that one end up uh i actually ended up misplaying which sucked because like at the end i was at one um but i had enough creatures but I knew I needed two swings at him to kill him. And so what I ended up doing was like uh, attacking with Night Veil Predator and then like two one threes because he needed to go to work. So he needed to leave. And I just, I was trying to play too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was able, I played a, a flyer that would block his one flyer. And what he, I was just like, afterward, after I did that, I was like, man, that's dumb. If he has removal, I'm dead. Like mm-hmm. I should have left the, the two one threes did nothing. You know what I mean? Like I should have, uh, Attacked with Night Veil Predator. And that's it, pretty much. And that's it. And leave up blockers. And then the next turn, 
I should have been able to kill, kill him. Like, yeah. it, it was just... So uh, then he did have removal and got rid of it and killed he, you? He ended up playing oh, a no, creature with haste. haste. And so I could only block one of them. And since I was at one, I, I died. Like, it, that was definitely... Uh, that was my fault at that point. So that sucks. Well, you had yeah. you had you had it in your, the grasp of your hand. So yeah, I almost went three zero, but again, you're you're learning. Yeah, you don't know what people have. It was, uh, but the pre-release was a ton of fun. So yeah, uh, what was your first round then? Well, like? so I went with uh, with Boro. So it's uh, the mentor mechanic, which we were. Sketchy That's, on I mean, it. that was probably really awesome. <laughs> I'll bet that. We were sketchy on how that would work. But the thing is, is everything I had was very low ca- uh, casting cost. So it was like, it was really easy to get. You're just flying yeah. stuff out. So first game, I got mana screwed. The f- I had to actually mulligan down. Uh, but I ended up still winning that game. It just, I was going against a Golgari deck. And he came out pretty strong. But with this i just kept ramping into more and more creatures mm-hmm. it, you get to a point though with mentor is you're putting counters on creatures mm-hmm. but then they just get all to the same level and then you can't do anything more yeah it just kind of like stalls out yeah. almost it felt like because you can't stack them and i think we discussed that before but like i had attack with one that was a one one with mentor and then a three three with mentor and a two two or whatever with mentor well you can stack if you, you can do it however the order you want but the thing is is like if once, at, it, once, once it it's bigger or more of the power of the of the other one that's doing the mentor then it stops so yeah. yeah so i the most i ever got on a single creature was i guess my all-star to this was uh the healer's hawk the one drop one one flying lifelink, lifelink. yeah so lifelink that was the one that got two counters on it at one point um actually solved. i did get some soldiers that had it turned into four fours okay um but yeah, so I rolled Golgari pretty good. It was good games. Um, then yeah, we... yeah. I, I think I agree with that. Like all the games that I played were pretty solid, other than if somebody got mana screwed. Yeah. So then that's what I get into the second match, and no, I guess I didn't get mana screwed there. That's the, the... you got the is it one. Uh, yeah. So that's the is it guy. He didn't beat me. I played the uh, the first game. I played that chance of glory <laughs> i still had him i mean it was really close if i had if it gave me two more turns then i would have had him oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. if i could take three turns in a row i probably would have won actually so if i would have if he would have blocked a little differently like if i would have been able to kill both of his creatures i maybe would have been able to kill him but anyways uh that game went down or i lost that game got into the second game that one went down to the wire where he got me down to four, but mine just overcame him. Like I just had too many creatures and with mentor and whatever. Yeah, I, th- I had the the four three that when it gets it has mentor, but when it gets dealt damage, it deals that much damage. Yeah, that back. thing w- seemed really good. Yeah. So maybe. he was like, I can't even deal with this because it's just gonna hit me right back in the face. So killed him that way, and then the third game, I think I rolled rolled him on that. Yeah, I mean, that, I think with the Boros, like the my third match was Boros and mm. basically like if if you get going and the person stumbles at all like you're it's so much easier to be rolling in Boros yeah and so if anybody stumbles you you're gonna you're gonna roll them I think yeah and that's I think how I ultimately lost the third match uh first game mana screwed did not have a single land in my hand so mulligan down to six I got Two of those guys that are five drops that tap two creatures when they come in, the three threes. Mm-hmm. I had four land in those two guys in my hand. I was like, oh, I don't want to mulligan <laughs> down to five. So then I scried, and it was a land, so I put it at the bottom. 
and then my next four cards was land. Ugh. So by the time I had an like I got those guys out, didn't do anything. He had like he was you had all land. He in your was hand. jizzing because of his freaking hand. Like he, like when he, <laughs> we, no seriously, he was like ooh, like he he got off on his hand. Well, that's not really. Th- yeah. That it got, no, you purposely <laughs> did that. No, yeah. but no, I'm talking no, about. No, I didn't. No, not, this, not his actual I think we're hand. Getting known for this kind <laughs> this, of stuff, so it's. <laughs> I meant not his actual. Oh, you listen to Commander Smith? Did they talk about jizz again? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I feel like people talk about with us. They don't even talk about magic. It's yeah, just. Yeah. It's just. Did you hear that other dirty joke? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I didn't even mean to do the jizz. My grandparents hand, must be super. I meant the jizz, but not on his own hand. I meant like uh, his hand. <laughs> Anyways, so I knew it was game over before it even started because he literally was oozing over his freaking yeah. hand. Oh, now you changed the word oozing. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Larry, you're being a dick. Let's drink a beer. <laughs> I was going for that. All right. What do we got today? <laughs> Um, all right, so this one... It almost looks like the Twins label with that T. Never mind. It, Go ahead. Tarot. Uh, it's Is this the yeasty brewery one? Brewery Tarot. Well, they're both yeasty, oh, if you know buddy. what I mean. <laughs> uh, so it's Tart of Darkness. Uh, I guess I should probably crack it and start pouring. But uh, So this is going to end up being a sour. Uh, oh, I like sours. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't like that look. <laughs> um, so, yeah... Uh, Ooh, I don't know if I want to really warn you. dark. Yeah. No. So this is a uh, a sour with it's a a stout. I don't want to give you any warnings. So are you going to drink go. out of a glass too, or are you drinking yeah, out of yeah. a bottle? I'm going to drink out of a glass. Are you going to be able to drive home tonight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got two. That's a huge bottle, by the way. It's not like a normal. What would you say that the size of that is? Oh, it's a liter. Is it a liter? Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. I told you I like sours. You like that? I like sours a lot. Actually, this is a lot better than the first time I tried it. I like this a lot. Good. Uh, so this is a, a sour stout aged in oak barrels, dark roasty sour. It's. I also like you know because I like um, like Angry Orchard type stuff. You know, like sour. Sa- like no, those aren't sour. No, but those are cider. sweeter. Sweeter than. But that's what I'm saying is like I can stand these more. Cindy cannot drink this stuff. She's like it. It tastes like it's bad. But I actually I like this. I'm glad you like it. Mm-hmm. it was, yeah, so Very good. tasty. I enjoy sours as well. Yeah, I dig um, it. But the, the first time, I like my face puckered up the first time. This one's not bad. I like it. Uh, so it must have aged for a couple weeks here. I think it's my favorite so better. far that you brought. <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, third match. Third match. Third we, game. Uh, so then, uh, did I say that I won one, or did I? I don't remember. Huh? I won the second game. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't tell that that story with that. So then the second game uh, against Mr. Demir deck, he was... Uh, they just have so many freaking flyers that I it was hard for me to deal with. But the thing yeah. is, I start to overwhelm with my creatures. Um, but he had so much removal and draw cards. And that was the thing is, he went through three quarters of his deck, and he had the, um, the, the sphincters... <laughs> The two sphincters. This is why he says it, and this is why we've always said it, because I just freaking laugh. As, Jesus. <laughs> but he had the two sphincters, and he you had two specters. of them. The, the specters. Yeah. That when they deal damage to a player, 
they take the top three cards, look at them, put one face down, and the other two go in the graveyard. So we had two of those fuckers the first game. And That's he beat, pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, beat me that way because there are only three drops for that uh, mm-hmm. and casting my own stuff back at me. But he didn't get it in the second game, and he was drawing like crazy. It was insane. But then I got my my foil that I got out of the pack, the Light of the Legion. Okay. And that's uh, the angel that's a 5-5 five, five flying mentor and all that stuff. And if it dies, it puts 1-1 one, one counters on right. everything. Right. So I had actually got that goblin that gives mentor, and you can tap 2 to give it plus 2 plus 0. Oh. I got it bigger than her, and so I mentored oh, her. mentoring her. That's so she cool. had, was a 6-6 six, six flyer, and he was at 5. Well, swung in to kill him, and I was like, well, here it goes. Got to kill him here. He's at 5. I'm at, I think I was at 9, but he had three creatures out. None of them were flying. Actually, no, he did have a flyer, but I tapped it down with my other guy. Anyways, yeah, yeah. so I'm attacking, and he gives my guy minus 3, minus 0, and I'm like, fuck. And I was like, oh, yeah, I just drew this 3 plus 0 in first strike, the instant speed thing. So I killed him there. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> yeah. And then the third game. You got tricks? I got tricks. <laughs> it's the one of two spells that isn't a creature in the whole damn deck. <laughs> I had the Boros uh, signet thingy or whatever. Oh, the locket? The locket, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> that is my... Two spells. Anyways. Nice. Uh, oh, no, no. I do have one. I'm lying. I'm just lying out of my ass God right now. It. I had the you six can't damage lie thing. Because that was one of my wins, listeners. too, was uh, the six damage guy. Yeah, and then you have the extra turn, indestructible, yeah, to lose the I'm game thing. Just, I'm cutting everything there. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, like, described all these different cards that were <laughs> that were not freaking creature spells. Anyways, this, the the third game didn't go as go as well, but the thing that did happen was he did have that uh, specter thing again, and he took my what you Tajik. Yep, Tajik, and he cast it, and so then he attacked with that again, and I killed his specter. Well, we didn't. We can't do that. We can't do that. But we both didn't catch it. Like he had it, he didn't realize it. Then he said, "Go to me." I played my drew my card, played my turn, went to him. He went to attack again. I had another instant <laughs> fucking busting myself up. So right now we're at least at six <laughs> non-creature spells in your deck, right? I had the if, uh, if I'm counting the, here the, the, the one Correct. one drop uh, does two damage to target attacking or uh, blocking creature. The one white. Yeah. So I had that. That's my only other one. That's the last thing. But so I went to kill his okay. his specter. And then he that's when he realized, uh, actually, <laughs> stop going through my deck. That's when he realized that I couldn't actually do that. And we kind of were like yeah, at a standstill. Cosmic Wave, oh. which is a sorcery. Oh, result. shit. Okay. Lowry, you don't have to prove me wrong. Sure Strike is your plus three plus zero. All right. Yeah. All right. And so. Righteous Blow is what you were just talking anyways, about. Anyways, it kind of was a shit show at that point because really I didn't know what a lot to, of spells in here. We didn't know how to back up enough to do Judge! it. Judge! Yeah. We didn't really. We have didn't a have a judge, that, yeah. so well, he he actually was just like, well, we'll just have my guy attack one more, get through I'll, attack, I'll and then he'll mm-hmm. sacrifice it or whatever. And pretty much at that point, I was like, well, I shouldn't be winning this Galvanic game. <laughs> Such a douche. Can I call you a douche again and we drink more beer next episode? <laughs> Sworn companion. So that was, that's pretty much it. I mean, I. Th- think i would have had a better chance if we didn't mess things up because i would have done things a little differently if i didn't mess things up sorceries or instance in that pile i don't you douche canoe (laughs) that's the one right there that's the six damage to any target okay i already talked about that one it looks like you had a good balance i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) so yeah went two and one um 
Was there any any other notables that you didn't play with or that were all-stars in your deck when yeah. you were playing? So one one thing that was really nice, so I, I ended up having two artful, ta- artful takedowns, which is the one that taps a creature and gives another creature plus, or minus two, minus four. Mm. That was nice. I had two of them. And then I also had two of uh, Notion Rain, which is surveil two, draw two, lose That's two so life. That's so good. Yeah, I, like and I had that. two of those as well. Um, Caster's Insight, better than the, the draw two, jump the, start. The, what is it? Seer of the Bones or whatever that is, the one where it's scry two, draw two, and lose two? I don't know if it's better. Do you, okay, I guess I would, personally, I would play both of them personally for your deck. preference, I'm hearing, I know other people's opinions on it. Do you like the sur- Surveil better or Scry better? Commander-wise. Commander-wise? Commander-wise, because that's what we're dealing with is Commander. It really kind of depends. Like, if you're in a group that's going to end up running, like, Graveyard Hate then you're probably less using your graveyard, mm. so scry is better. But, like, me personally, I know I want to work uh, Surveil into probably three or four of my decks. Yeah. Like, well, I want to I want to beef up Moldrotha with that type of stuff. And this kind of, I think, goes back to what we discussed in future or past. <laughs> in the, we, we discussed this in the future. Uh, in past, <laughs> past episodes where we were doing the Commander Spotlight and how we build decks and how we do it differently... You have a lot more recursion typically in your commander decks where I don't. I do typically have a couple answers of for recursion, but not a lot. So I feel like Surveil fits you more and Scry fits me more being able to keep it in my library because I yeah. do, you know, there's a lot of shuffle ability. So, yeah, you put it at the bottom of your library if you don't want it, but if you really... You might end up getting it back. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah, I mean... That, that's one thing I do like about Surveil is like if you don't need land... You don't want that fucker back in your deck. You just want it in your graveyard to yeah, get rid of it. Just get like, but like again, surveil would work well with like uh, something that like a life from the loam style deck where yeah. you're bringing lands back, crucible worlds, all that stuff. Like that seems like get surveil rog would, monster. Yeah, get rog monster. Surveil is going to be really good in that. Surveil, I th- I feel like is really powerful. You know what? Okay, you convince me. I like surveil better than scry. <laughs> That's what most people are saying. Is I like surveil more. I am kind of hoping that it turns into an evergreen mechanic because it'd be kind of cool to have both of those. Yeah. What if we got a surveil to, then scry to, then draw to, then <laughs> lose four life. Yeah. <laughs> lose four. Would I do that? I would probably use that. Yeah. <laughs> For three mana. Heck yeah. I would definitely do that. Uh, um, anything else you want to talk about with the, I, I pulled a thousand oh. year storm. I was pretty happy about that. Yeah. So you, so you got, you your got, you got two mythics. Yeah. I did end up getting Tristani in my prize packs. Well, no, isn't, Oh, that's a rare. Isn't and it? I had Liz. No, this is that's a, a mythic. mythic. And so I and had Lizoff. And I had Lizoff. Yeah. So you had two. So mythics. I ended up getting three, three mythics total. out of eight packs. So you got well worth. What are you talking about? You didn't get. You're not good at drawing your packs. I got probably this ten dollars worth. Like a box. I got like, like, my boxes have been awful. If well, we can't wait watching. for those. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. It's gonna be bad. I know it is. <laughs> All right. So should we jump into Commander Spotlight? Let's do it. A spotlight deck. Let's start it off. Uh, I will so, do a little side note, and I will kind of discuss this when I, I... Obviously, like, Planeswalkers can't be your commander officially. Yeah, but the reason we did this was there really wasn't a lot of good commanders to build with this set, necessarily. N- nothing that really piqued the interest. I'm sure there's plenty there, of people that want to play with oh, certain yeah. decks. But for like our, what we like and all that, I just it didn't seem that exciting. We're doing it because we forced ourselves to with this 
new set and this is what our commander you know <laughs> which this is what we're supposed you to know, do so we're gonna do it we might look back at this a year two years three years from now and then be like well it's actually legal now because now all planeswalkers are freaking yeah can be your general and everything but for the sake of the deck you still being able to use the deck i did make a secondary commander that you can use in this and we'll get to that a little bit later i'll talk about that when we get there uh but Using Veraska Golgari Queen, and what she does is she's two colorless, green, black. She comes in with four loyalty. Her plus two ability is you can sacrifice another permanent if you do gain a life and draw a card. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sweet by itself because you can sacrifice anything. I love gaining life. Yeah. And draw. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> You did like the Bugs Bunny or the yes and the no. Like I was going to say, ah, whatever. I don't know. But you, you tricked me because I was like, yeah, that is really good. But the gaining. No, the, the drawing is really. Anyways. Uh, minus three is destroy target non-land permanent with convert a monocost three or less. Abrupt <clears throat> decay. And then its ultimate is minus nine. So you cannot get this by doubling season to get her to ultimate first turn. Makes her a bad planeswalker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes her a uh, not broken planeswalker because her ultimate is pretty ridiculous. Uh, but it's you get the emblem whenever a creature, one of your creatures deals damage to a player, that player loses the game. Needs to deal combat Seems damage. right. Combat. That seems very fair. Totally fair. Why are you looking at me like that? Boom. Stop looking at me, Stupid. Swan. <laughs> so, uh, so what is your like plan and theme with this? What were you kind of going for? So there was a couple ideas of how I wanted to do this. I, I want to get use of playing creatures that people aren't going to necessarily kill. So I did a lot of enter the battlefield stuff. Okay. Like a crap ton of that. And then I also balanced... How much ton? Let's see. Crapton is going That's to, all I need be to know. 20 right. different enter the battlefield creatures. Did you put Panharmonicon in this? I did not put Panharmonicon in this. <sighs> all right, no, don't mind me. Lowry tips. Don't mind me. Just making your deck better. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I might uh, edit that out and pretend like you never gave the you, idea. You know what? And this it's is happening. There. Oh, no. This is happening this week. You <laughs> had three weeks to prepare for this, and then you move this forward <laughs> whatever that is your fault uh no i can put it in there it does it's not completely <laughs> no 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 you can't take my head <laughs> i've already done it before <laughs> so side note to you people out there if all of a sudden you see panharmonicon on there um <laughs> tapped out which i didn't mention or we didn't mention on the last episode which is going to be next week's episode to check your deck out at tapped out larry's deck is on there did right? we not do that no he never said it i know we didn't well we're going to but his deck is already on there so actually if you check mine his is already out there too so and that's before the episode comes out if you so care uh so yeah there's there's 20 different enter the battlefield stuff i also that seems like a lot yeah and then i balanced it out with i guess token generators as i like to say like stuff that originally i kind of was going with uh my mazarek deck where it was mazarek is dealing with a lot of sacrifice stuff so i was doing a lot of Eldrazi spawns, spawns and ions. Yeah. So originally those were all in here, but now none of them are in here. Everything's cut out except for the ones that generate a token every upkeep or your upkeep, I should say. So I kept in spawning grounds. Yep. Spawning grounds. And then I also awakening zone. Yeah. Right. So those are the two I kept in. So I did every, pretty much not every card, but almost everything that generated a token at the beginning of your upkeep or on your turn at some point. 
So the idea of this deck is to get a bunch of stuff that isn't threatening out there, get enough chump so blockers. <laughs> kind get of. Ba- get bad things out. Kind of, because they're not threatening, <laughs> but they're also you can sacrifice them later uh-huh. for using Veraska's ability as well. So, um, but then eventually there's enough meat there to block for you to build up Veraska up to use her ultimate ability mm-hmm. and then turn around and kill everybody. So is the name of this deck Vraska Possum Queen? Meat Stomper. I'm going to possum. I'm going to be fake death. I'm faking my weakness. That's what. <laughs> is that possums? A possum, yeah. Is it oh, possums that do that? Isn't it? You're playing possum? Yeah, I guess you're right. I thought that was a turn. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. Maybe it's a, not a Minnesota lo- like local colloquialism. I butchered <laughs> that, that word. word went Woo. really well. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> that <laughs> C <laughs> word. <laughs> I want to have a beer here really quick with that one. Yep. Mm. Mm, yep. Delicious. Anyways, you notice how Adam just jumps on me when I butcher a word? <laughs> yeah, and I freaking it's a. double standard. You can't make fun of a dyslexic when yeah, I'm you reading. Can't double stamp and triple stamp, <laughs> asshole. So, anyways, let's just get through the list because uh, I'm kind of colloquialism. Don't try it again. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to start reading them? You want me to go through them, or what do you got? I'm gonna look up the okay. way to say colloquialism. So I'll just start this off. So my first batch of cards is the enter the battlefield, the searching stuff. So you have like Sakuri, Sakura, Tribe Elder, Satire, Wayfinder, uh, Wood Elves. I also have Fierce, Empathat, Empath. <laughs> Did you get that? There we go. That's what I meant. Uh, then also Nissa, Vastwood, Seer, and then you have Eternal Witness. So it's not necessarily all land searching, but there's a lot of... And these aren't all of them. These are just like the different kinds. So you have the one that you're searching for, a creature that costs six or more. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of um, a tutor in a way, but not really. But these are all my searching yeah. searching engines. So there's mm-hmm. a 12 total there. And, um, and you're trying to base it around like creatures. Right. That, and you didn't want to really do the spells because you want stuff to be able to sacrifice to Exactly. Frasco. Okay. And then there is some recursion. I don't know if I put that in an actual column, but there's, I think two or three recursion cards in this so that even if they go into my graveyard, I can eventually bring them back and have them do their abilities again and again and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, then the next section, token generator. Nope. No, Enter the battlefield. Kill. Sack, sack, kill, destroy. Yeah, you like the, it should have been like kill, sack, destroy. No, sack, kill, destroy. Yeah. But I mean, it'd be a lot more funny to sound like kill sack. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I so. had a buddy uh, in uh, college. His, his name was wet sack. I do. Rec- I don't remember, <laughs> remember what it was, but I remember the nickname. Because I, he was an Adam and I'm an Adam, so I was Smithers and he so was Wetsack. So you got wet to be sack. Adam and he was Wetsack? Like- <laughs> I got. I was Smithers <laughs> and he was uh, Wetsack. So, uh, anyways, hey, you lost on that one. <laughs> yeah, nobody's gonna remember Smithers. Smith- no, actually, but- they do remember that. Hey, Smithers. Anyways, Wetsack. His, his name is still on my phone as Wetsack. So of course it is, because <laughs> his last name was Wetley, and that's why his name was Wetsack. I don't know. That's what he got called in high school. Did he, was he a teabagger? Like, <laughs> did he dip his tea bag into? No. All right. So you lost on that one. <laughs> you should have been. I'm glad it wasn't a wet sack. 
<laughs> moving on all right so uh so these this is a group of uh cards that come into play and they kill sack destroy there no, you sack go. kill destroy sack sorry. De- kill destroy destroy your sack by killing so we have a, a little bit more of like controlling not only just killing their creatures but also like artifacts enchantments and all that fun jazz yeah so reclamation sage is a great card so that's the that sacrifice or kill artifact or enchantment yep and then we have the new one plague crafter uh we kind of we talked, talked about, about that one. one yeah, yeah. It, uh sacrifice a creature uh planeswalker or they discard a card if they can't do that like that's solid yeah and then you got your acidic slime the chupacabra actually the chupacabra Ravenous. is pretty cool because it's yeah from doesn't have rivals. a specific you, you just destroy target creature you know where you have um shriek ma is non-black non, non-artifact right. creature yeah a lot of that uh, but one other thing that I do like in there that was actually a late ad, which I think is going to be pretty good, is the the Orc Sure Shot. Yeah, what does that do? I don't so, remember bad cards. <laughs> that one is when it comes in, or when another creature you control comes into play, you get to give another creature minus one, minus one till end of turn. So it doesn't have to be cast. Man, I don't even remember this card at all. Like, where is this from? Do you remember? Um, I believe it's from with the God stuff. It has that, like little hook symbol thing that i'm doing with my fingers here because you guys oh can... that'd be fate reforged yeah that's stupid <laughs> Why <are> you got <laughs> that little hook thing? we should play charades <laughs> that's awesome i just hooked my fingers <laughs> i can't believe you got that so you're all you're very good at flavor text and knowing what the card does and then you're also very good at if i do things hand symbols of what the the set is you can get that so what is is this Guilds of Ravnica. That's like a circle. What are you doing? This one right here? Yeah, Guilds of Ravnica. Uh, you should probably try and like make a tiara around <laughs> your head because that looks like a crown in my mind. But it's like a little point. I'm trying to copy it. Yeah, but I don't get that. You would think I was doing the bridge? That London Bridge Stronghold. falling down? I don't know. This is hard. All right. But yeah, so <laughs> that, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so that that's kind of playing into the next section where I'm talking about making the, the tokens, but it doesn't have to be cast. It's whenever a creature I control comes into play, give target creature minus one, minus one, until end of turn. So that's another way to get around anybody's indestructible. Let's and check all that, that card out. That seems interesting. Especially. Yeah. So like what you're looking to do is have a bunch of creatures come into play and then you're able to kill off other people's kill creatures. Some creatures. Yeah. So that's kind of the point of the, the sack kill destroy is I'm trying to whittle down everybody's board so that when Veraska does ultimate out, I just need one creature to get through on each person and they're dead. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to whittle their board down while at the same point keeping my board pretty much the same. Um, so then we get into what I just talked about the token generators. Token generators. I said that. I'm introing this. You can't. can't all right. Uh, so <laughs> what are you doing with Awakening Zone? <laughs> you know what they. What are you, how does this, you're doing the infomercial thing. <laughs> how does this work? Where does this go? Do you ever well, have trouble that, pouring milk? Do you know how successful that is? Like, they make a lot of money. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. So I feel like we should be able to replicate that success. <laughs> just be completely fake. Just Yeah. And what does this card do in this deck? How can I get the best haircut ever with this flow B? <laughs> Uh, okay. Look it up, kids. So, Awakening Flow-bee. Zone. Uh, what was the other one? I don't write it on here because it's very similar to uh, that. Yeah, I actually kind of forgot. I know I rewind it by yeah, about rewind two minutes. Yeah, rewind a little bit. 
It, it's the other one that came Spawning in. Grounds? No, what? no, no. That's actually not the right one. I did say that, but that is that inaccurate. Is, oh, God. Um, it was in my updated uh, Estrid deck. It's been so. one of my specs before, too. <laughs> it's a three colorless green Eldrazi enchantment. Uh, during your upkeep, put a 1-1 Scion into play, and then you can tap a... Uh, colorless and a green sacrifice the enchantment and uh, go search for an Eldrazi put it in your hand we're not going to get it primal vigor nope no that's the other enchantment that we will talk about oh that's right damn it I'm just trying to remember god what is it called nobody cares all right, so I'll look it up. You'll they'll be able to find it in uh, the tapped out section. Yeah, it'll be in there. Plug. <laughs> so if you want to know, but then like Grave Titan isn't one that generates every turn, but it's a six six death touch. You're gonna get two creatures right off. Well, the bat. when it comes into play, when you attack, it's hard to trade with it like, yeah. successfully. Like Grave Titan is really good. Then you throw out two Planeswalkers, so you have Garuk. And Nissa, voice of Zendikar, both of them, the voice makes plant tokens. Uh, you have Avenger of Zendikar. Oh, yeah, that's the three mana one. Okay. So, but also with, with Garuk, Garuk can give all your creatures three plus three and trample. So if you can't get your Veraska to go crazy, if you're flooding the board with creatures, you may just be able to win with Garuk. Yeah. Same thing with Nissa. It gives them, I believe, all one... Uh, one one counters correct, and it's something else too, isn't it? Like trample and all that fun stuff. No, it's it's just the the minus is give all your creatures uh, one one counters. That's right. That's right. Yeah. The ultimate. I don't is... remember the ultimate. Well, now I gotta look. Nobody cares. They'll they'll find it on tapped out. Uh, but then you have Avenger of Zendikar, which is again a really good card, which actually fits with uh, token makers. Well, it fits with uh, Nissa, Voice of Zendikar. Because she's making plants as well. Oh, that is true. Uh, the last one. Oh, okay. Gain this X-Life is his gain next life. This is a number of lands you control. So yeah. it doesn't really, that part doesn't fit necessarily. So it's more of the minus two, like Larry's saying. I'd say you should cut it. <laughs> hey, that's the taking the place of uh, Panharmonicon. Just kidding. Why not? <laughs> uh, and then you have Tendershoot Dryad. Tender Shoot Dryad and then Nath of the Guilt Leaf, which is kind of interesting because I can make people discard and get 1 1 counter or 1 1 creatures. Yeah, Nath, Nath, I'm surprised by that, but that would definitely work in there. Yeah. yeah. So, but the point of that is you're making tokens, but then you double your counters, which you get into your double counter stuff. Yeah, enchantments that uh, the one that Adam was just foreshadowing. Not even sure if this is actual foreshadowing. <laughs> no, he said primal vigor. It's it's a uh, uh, segueing. I'm pretty sure oh, it's segueing into the next. No, segueing into the next segment. So uh, doubling season doubles all the counters and segment. tokens that are being put into play. Parallel lives that doubles all the creature tokens that are coming into play and primal vigor that doubles one, one all counters one one counters and creature tokens that come into play for everybody. So I originally had pure imaginative. Is it imaginary friend or whatever that no, one is? Imaginative, pure imaginative boy. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, child. <laughs> we have to look this one up too. I really want it to be pure imaginative boy. <laughs> Son, rascal. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> you little rascal, get back, your little rascal. <laughs> I can see why you thought it. <laughs> Oh, but I wish it was boy. It is a boy in the front. In he the is cover. a boy. But so I wish as far as I know, one of my last be. cuts. Per is kind of a a neutral gender name. 
per it's kind of like peer. pat pat and i'm pat terry <laughs> anyways uh so i had this in here it works really well with the planeswalkers but with this making tokens it wasn't going to work as well because you're not doubling the tokens it's only a permanent that has counters come on it so it'll work perfect with anything that was getting one one counters or planeswalkers getting counters the cool thing about this is when a planeswalker comes in it comes in with a bonus one because of it and then when you if you do the plus ability it also comes in with yeah. another bonus one so, you so get adam's really excited about a card that he did not put in his deck it's like, this is something that you could definitely put in your deck though it's a borderline like this was one like the very last card that i cut so yeah. that's how close it, it were, is it would work with nissa with yeah. avengers zendikar with uh, with Raska, with Garou by doing yeah. the Planeswalker thing, like it works with a bunch of cards in there. And I so. mean, your commander, your general is a Planeswalker, so it should work with that. But if yeah. you're cheating, yeah. But the other part of it is actually no, I don't think that would work. I was gonna think Marin, but Marin, you get you're not a permanent. No, that's you an get experience uh, an experience tokens, counter, yeah. so that would not work with Marin. Oh, that was a foreshadow. Whoops. Oh. <laughs> that's the next seg- segment, though. There are next. I thought you're gonna do sack benefits. Yep, that's where I'm oh, about to reveal the oh, yeah, second. Uh, yeah. the so, anyways, I'll just tell that right now. Marin of Clan Neltoth, that could be your alter ego in this one. Okay, yeah. You could so put if this. Somebody's like, you can't use a planeswalker. You'd be like, I'm uh, not. Put this one in because yeah. it right. should work pretty well with that because you're you still keep in Veraska because then you, you can yeah. use her sackability, blah 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 blah, and all that stuff. But in this. You're sacking so much stuff. There's other sack outlets that you'll be able to bring them back, and you're using a lot of enter the battlefield stuff, and that's tits. And so, I think I think Marin is a proven, very strong, yeah, very commander, strong so commander. So I think it it could really be an easy alternate there. So this next sec- section was sack benefits. So that Marin's in that because it's a sack benefit. Yep. Um, go ahead and read the others if you want. Uh, Pawn of Ulamog. Which one is that one? Pawn of Ulamog is. The whenever a non-token is uh, killed of yours, you get an O one. Oh Eldrazi yeah, yeah, that spawn. vampire. Okay, and then smothering abomination. This is finally I've saying it a lot before. I finally I put this card in so many decks, like as I'm making the deck, and then I end up cutting it, like with sacking and stuff. But this fits perfectly with Vraska because it's it's a flyer. You have to sacrifice a creature at the beginning of your upkeep. But you draw a card off of that. Anytime you sacrifice a creature, you draw a card. So yeah. it's giving you... That that seems right. Yeah. So you, you sacrifice with Vraska, you sacrifice a creature. You're drawing one with Vraska, but you're also drawing it with that. So you're mm-hmm. drawing two cards instead of one. Uh, and then the next one, you have Butcher of Malachar. And that's just to kind of control the board by... It's only my only version of that. Yeah. So like there's uh, Grave Pact, there's... Uh, Dictate of Erebos. You didn't put those nope. in there. They were Please. originally in the list, but I cut those. I just want. I wanted everything to be creature heavy, uh, creature themed, because that's the theme of the deck. So I just had one yeah. answer to if I couldn't get. But you could. You could definitely do that if you so chose. Yeah, and I actually, I don't have in here, so I'm going to say it here at this point. I do have some tutors in here, but they fit with the flavor of the deck, and we've kind of talked about that. We both have cut back on, like, normally how I would have built this. Enlightened Tutor, Vampiric Yeah, I would have had Worldly Tutor, Vampiric, Demonic, all that would be in here to find exactly what I want, but I cut that out. I make it so it fit with the flavor. So what cards fit with the flavor? Well, Razaketh, because you're sacrificing creatures 
to go search for any card. And mm-hmm. then also mm-hmm. Sadissi are my two. Then Sadissi, when it comes in, you're Undead sacrificing a creature to go find any card. So those are the only two tutors. And those are roughly on theme with what Vrask was doing is sacrificing right. and drawing and stuff like right. that. So, And uh, then even if it goes to Marin, Marin's the same thing. You're sacrificing, it's giving you an experience counter, blah, 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 blah. So that's that my little to me. side note to that. Um, is there any blood artists and evolutionary leap? So I have a, the other dude to the Zul... Oh, Zulaport Cutthroat. I have him in there and Blood Artist, the only two. And then Evolutionary Leap is the one where you, it's an enchantment, tap one green, sacrifice creature, reveal top of your library until you get a creature card. Put it into your hand. And then the others on the bottom of your library. Uh, oh, I did put... Oh, there's my Razaketh and Sidisi. Yeah. So they were in there. So that's the right part to talk about it. <laughs> Adam's lying again. Doesn't know what cards he wants. Uh, and then... I only have two spells, non-creature spells in my... <laughs> oh, I had that almost was six. So I, was just... <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, there's only two. I can only think of two. And I've already talked about four. So it's two more. It's uh, Pre-releases. <laughs> All right, so uh, and then the next section, you 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 have your game winners, and you're talking about four of them. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Crater Hoof, which we've talked about a bunch here. Uh, Every Master Ascension, which works with your token theme right. here as well, because uh, that's whatever. Uh, Torment of Hellfire. Oh, I want to get this going. It's powerful. I, I want to get this going. I was trying to think, like, were we talking about it? Where like it, like if you're out of cards in hand and creatures or permanents in play like three is a lot of yeah. life and that yeah, we were talking. pretty dang quick yeah you were we were you were saying how like it just it seems almost broken in a way how it's it's that's a lot of freaking it's it's really good and so if you have enough eldrazi scions and you're like yeah one 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 and i also have cryptolith right in here so fun <laughs> yeah we'll we'll see how that is but that's a game under that is and it's I so honestly, I haven't seen it played. Have you been in a yeah, game that's yeah, played? Yeah, I got trashed by it for like 12 damage at the end of a game. Like, Actually, I, I had no permanence, no hand, and then I die. <laughs> I was just like, wow, that's I like should depressing. Say I haven't seen it played in a commander game. I did get it used against me when I the little time I played uh, Arena for a while there. The only reason oh, yeah. I'm not playing Arena now is it feels pointless to me to collect all of this and make a deck, and then it's all going to be wiped before the game comes out. You know, now mm-hmm. they're in the... Which I think they'll still give you the credit, but like you have to redo all the work and stuff like that. Yeah, whatever money you put into it. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying is like I I'd rather just start when the actual game comes out, so I know that my cards are going to be there. Right. On. Anyways, uh, that's a side note. Uh, then <clears throat> and the, then random good nope, stuff. No, forgot one card on there. What? Oh, Siege Behemoth. Yeah, yeah. As a game ender, that seems like a really cool idea. So Siege Behemoth, he comes in. He has hexproof. And then when he attacks, all your creatures deal their damage. Even if they're blocked, they deal their combat damage to the player like they weren't blocked. Yeah. And that's the thorn elemental effect. Right. So then you have this out and you have your Varaska's ability. Even if they block, they're dead. Yeah, there's no way. You'd have to kill every creature mm. before you're blocking. Yeah. So, so that's my winning the game in a nutshell. Yeah, I'm not going to move on. <laughs> I already said it. Random good stuff. There we go. So uh, I like Path uh, of Discovery. Yeah, so I, that's going to be really fun. And that that basically any creature that comes into play explores, which is the Ixalan. Um, which it's cool because it's not cast. It's yeah, any creature that comes in. So your tokens that you're generating that are coming <clears throat> in from you know Awakening Zone and all that stuff. 
uh, when that comes in, you get to explore. Look at the top card. If it's a land, it goes into your hand. If it's not, your 01 or 11 turns into a 1 2 or a 2 2, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, if you Avengers of Zendikard with this into play, and yeah. you're, you're putting this plus seven other tokens, you're exploring seven times, yeah. which seems really powerful. Yeah, I picked up uh, a couple foils of these because I think it's an actual really good card. Yeah, and I was I was talking with Adam about this earlier. I, if I had a Sedesi Brood Tyrant deck, like every time you're milling a creature, like off of Explore, you're going to be able to make a, a two, new two two, two, two <laughs> and you're able to do that, do that as again. long yeah, as you want. That is with pretty that insane. So you didn't have that when you had your Sedisi before? No, no. I, I Sedisi's been killed for like three years at this point. Okay, so, so it wasn't even out at that yeah. point. That would be a really fucking good ad, yeah, though. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be really cool. Uh, then you got uh, what? Archfiend of Depravity, and that one's just the kind of controlling the board, getting yeah. people's creatures down. So at the end of each person's end step, they sacrifice down to two creatures. Uh. A card that we've both used quite a bit at this point, Heroic Intervention. Yep, Protection. Um, it's my only the, really protection for the whole deck. Lurking Predators. This one's a are, card that Lowry has used, and I Favictus really like it. Favictus deck, and he stole the idea yeah. from me. <laughs> well, this is so creature-heavy, and that that's based off of creatures, pretty much. You have to reveal a creature card, and then it goes into So would play. you say you only have about two non-creatures? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming next. <laughs> I knew that was coming next. Uh... <laughs> And then uh, Genesis, Genesis Waves. I've always loved that card for when you have a lot of mana. I've always loved you. <laughs> I don't know why I whispered with you. I didn't know what you were about to say, and I whispered with you. <laughs> you knew exactly what I was going to say. Uh, one card that we put in our... Um, it's a core card. Core card for Commander. Uh, Lifecasters. Life <laughs> I know. I'm making fun of you. Shut up. <laughs> Do you want to say bestiality for the next yeah. one? Is that what you want to say? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Oracle of Moldaya is always a great card. Core card. Yeah, uh, Dark Imposter. That's the uh, mark? Exile guy. He was a he's on the board. It might be that actually might be my flip for uh, Panharmonicon. That now we're going through the list, but it's a good way to exile stuff. So it's three drop vampire. Tap two black four colorless exile target creature. The vampire gets a one one counter, and he gains all activated abilities from that creature you exiled. Interesting. Why so, do you like this one? Uh, it was a way to get rid of stuff, but that's why I'm like, it, it's kind of on the cutting board because I have enough sacrifice and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get rid of their board, but Six I like it when it, yeah, yeah, it is. So that it might be a better idea to have Panharmonicon. So this is probably the card. If you guys look untapped out and it's not here, this is what took the place caught. because it's right. a, it's one more for Panharmonicon and then it's doubling all my other stuff where he's yeah. only going to be a six. So online, online on air, discussion that's probably what's going to end up happening there and then uh cryptolith right which, which you're already having a crap ton of creatures and yeah might as well use that for mana to get out crater hoof behemoth you jerk but even though <laughs> i'm all right with that if you tap down a bunch of creatures to get uh yeah no this seems like it's going to be uh a powerful ish deck it like, should be interesting i the hard part was the sacrifice because I wasn't doing... Um, You're mainly looking to be like sacrificing one of your creatures to draw a card and gain a life, and that's how you just kind of keep the engine going a little bit? Is that yeah. what you're going for? Yeah, I mean, that's I don't have a lot besides uh, that. Life Crafters, bestia- Bestiality is my <laughs> only other... Bestiary. Uh, my only up. other draw. Although I do have... Don't come after us. Solemn Simulacrum in there as well, but I mean, Sol- that's... Yeah. Um, 
did you end up cutting uh, Creekwood Liege or no. is that oh, just Creek, not in It's not know? in there. Okay. But yeah, I have Creekwood Liege. I have basically, basically every single 1-1 one, one counter one except for the... Like during your upkeep, put a 1-1 one, one counter right. of X into your... Um, what's his play? name? The fungus one that's freaking seven. That was just in Modern Master or Masters 25. Was he in... Ma- no, he's in Dominaria. Verdant Embrace? Yeah, I didn't okay. put him in because that's so fucking... So it's one. not everyone. No, that's what I said. Not everyone, <sighs> but so that much. one. I don't know how we can discuss these kind of things. Don't throw your beer in my face. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> just being a dick. <laughs> All right, so that should do it. <laughs> I, I, I'm very interested to test this deck along with the other one. So when you get back from Germany, I want to test out, yeah. and we'll have a lot to talk about. Actually, it'll probably be a full half episode. Yeah. Well, and we'll and like the other thing is, I'll probably update my Niv Mizzet deck after we open the deck. Like there, there are cards now. Like when I'm looking through Rivals of Ixalan or Guilds of fucking a Guilds of Ravnica. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right. Uh, Take cut. two. <laughs> After looking through Guilds of Ravnica, it feels like there are a bunch of cards that could really go into my Niv Mizzet uh, Perun deck. And so, like, I, I really do like the Jumpstart cards, I think, at this point. I do want to add in Locket. But Don't just... you mean your Locust God deck? <laughs> no. But, yeah. I Foreshadowing mean, to next week's but the episode. But the Jumpstart for two cards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I will probably be updating it, uh, but once I get back and have some time. So you'll you'll get what I got. You'll like it. Nice. Should we get into like our... Magical news. All right. We are already getting long. All right. Yeah. So magical news. <laughs> I uh, wish well, he said that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that I mean, I've never heard it ever in my life. <laughs> uh, real quick. Uh, so the guild kit like decks were released um and that would be along the lines of what guilds were coming out in guilds of ravnica here um so they're i think they're 20 bucks a piece i'm not 100 yeah, 20 sure bucks on a piece that. uh what are your feelings on it in an overall general sense not picking on any of the cards really so we have a little differ differing opinion on this um I don't, I feel, they feel like, to me, like the Planeswalker decks. I know they're not, they just feel like that. The price-wise, what you get out of them, I think the things I like the most out of it is the lands, but I'm never going to play with those because I have, I'd rather play with full art and I'd rather play with unstable lands. So, although they're cool looking with the guilds on each of the the text box, I, I won't play with them. And I, and I think we both agree, like, the only one that's probably worth buying if you're looking for value is the Selesnya one, because right. it has privileged position in it. Which, which is, is an a, amazing card to have, which that'll probably be in a CCC for our hybrid stuff if we when we get to that point at some point. Yeah, probably. Because that, that just, it protects everything of yours. Um, but that by itself is 26 bucks at the at the moment, it will probably drop a little bit once these are out. And all uh, yeah, that. I think, and, and I think a lot of these, I think these are great cards if you haven't, if you're relatively new to the game, because it has a lot of rares in it. Mm-hmm. And even though, but like two, three legends per uh, set, you know, on the green, black one, Deathrite Shaman, Abrupt Decay, these are great cards. I think they did a pretty good job with their reprints in this. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think you should kind of go through and look at it and see what cards you actually want to pick up. Yeah. Because they will go down. I'd, I'd wait a couple weeks until they're released, which is... But for, for people that have had, like, have these cards, it's probably not worth... Yeah, I mean, because I mean, are you going to go pick this list. up? I'm definitely uh, not. No, but I, again, I have a lot of cards, and I have 
all of these cards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There so, isn't a single card in here that I don't but have. Like there, Besides there some of, they do have some of the new stuff in there too. Yeah, they do. So like if Atrada is in the black blue one, um I, I think it'll be I think it's I think it's a good product. Um and I would differ on like with Planeswalker decks, they have Planeswalker shit the rest mm-hmm. of the list. Here I would, you know, put them in my penny sleeves and put them in uh in my boxes that I would at least look through. For the Planeswalker decks, I would just take the Planeswalker aside and, and then <laughs> burn the rest of the cards. Like they're just not good. These are at least solid buys. Like I think they'd be good gifts for kids or somebody that's new to Magic. Um, I think these are probably pretty well playable against each other as well. That would be my bet. And so, if you have again, I would probably rather buy this than that shitty Friday night magic player thing that they have like five decks that are one color of each oh yeah yeah this would probably this would be a much better product for a newer player or somebody that doesn't really know magic well yeah that's my opinion more expensive but it's not less it's a lot less shitty in my opinion than a lot of their pre-made products and these aren't gonna be are there are they standard legal Oh, what the cards that are being? I reprinted? don't think no, they no, aren't. No, no, no. Yeah, because they're reprinting not, no. stuff that aren't part of. So it's you're playing modern, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, that. you have Aurelia, the War Leader, Tristani, Salonzius, Voice, and Alternate Art. I, I think those are going to be those are great commander cards, in my opinion. So yeah. All right. Uh, other magical news. I'll have to kind of make it kind of quick here. But uh, why don't you tell so, us, fill us in with some of the stuff that happened? Actually, kind of happened when we were doing last our Monday. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was after we had done, done our, our podcast. But. So a lot of people have probably already talked about this. So we'll kind of skim over it decently quick. Um, right now, uh, Wizards came to an agreement with Amazon, Target, and Walmart to kind of allow them to master like mass sell things which they normally do but it's going directly to them and skipping the middleman uh, distributors yeah. essentially that everybody normally has to deal with um and so they're getting such a large allotment that they kind of are able to control um prices this stuff isn't going to take effect until the next core set i believe i read uh so it's not instantly it, it gives a little bit of time yeah um and so right now, like you probably, if anybody's selling uh, a box for over ninety, go look at Amazon. Essentially, that I mean, that's the price. If if it's right around there, uh, and so we we can do a little bit of command debaters, but we'll want to shorten it, sweet. Like in my mind, I still want to go and try and support local gaming stores, um, as long as they're not charging dramatically more yeah and we kind of discussed it a little bit before the episode we really don't go to play at the local game store lgs's at all because i mean we haven't we only do the pre-release stuff yeah Um, so like an example like tonight was the first time we've been to a uh, a game store uh since battle bond came out yeah and that's i mean we're like it's four ish months ago and so like we both have kids. It's super tough to get out and be able to like go to a gaming store. I go to gaming stores a lot more than you. Yeah, I mean, uh, back in the day before the internet, that's how I bought my cards. Was yeah. we go to the the source in the city in Twin back city. in my day. Yeah. Back in my day, the way that the pricing was is you looked at the Scry magazine that they put out every month, and that was the way that you saw what the prices were on cards. That's what we would go off of. Yeah, and that's how I got my. Guy's cradle. <laughs> yeah, you no, said it. I, I did. get it. I get it. <laughs> Anyways, um, but 
I've always bought like it's you save so much more money, and I know this is kind of frowned upon, I guess, with local game stores. You, you got to support them and all that stuff. But I buy ninety nine percent of my stuff from internet online. Yeah, I mean, and I, and I would say I'm probably more like fifty fifty. Like I go to a gaming store and I'll buy most of my. Would you singles. say fifty fifty now? Because yes. You I would still say 50/50 are able now. to do 50-50? I don't really buy online. I guess a whole you time don't either. buy as much. I, you I trade. Go, like I, I trade. I, I get most of my cards trading, but if I'm getting new cards, like purchasing, I'd say I'm 50-50 at this point. Because we buy our whole oh. box online. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not counting that either. So, yeah, probably a little bit more uh, on the internet side. Just because it, it... And the thing is, is I also live... I'm not too far. I'm, not in the, I'm in the sticks, but not really the sticks. We're... You're a half hour drive from a store. From a yeah, from a decent store, there a half hour, and so yeah. it's just easier for me with two kids and everything to be able to buy everything, and it's cheaper for me. Like I mean, not only sure. you're gonna find the card cheaper. I mean, the card you just bought tonight, like I was telling you, you could have bought it on eBay for a dollar cheaper, but you got it in your hand tonight. So, yeah. uh, but, and I wouldn't have bought it online. I just kind of saw it. I wanted to throw a little bit of money towards the uh, Phoenix Games where we went, and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's. Uh, I've been wanting it, but I just. Again, like it's not on my super radar, so that's kind of a little bit how I work too. Though, like I like going to a gaming store and just kind of like, oh, you got that? What's the price? That's relatively close, and it's more of like a I don't really buy cards building decks. And see, that's how mine is normally how I build. Yeah. Like when I build, and I think that's when I get the cards. And for me, I go to a gaming store to get inspiration. Go, oh, this would go here, here, and here, but I don't have it, so I'll buy this and then. Um, I think I've said this before. I haven't bought a single card specifically for any deck that we've built on Commander Smiths here. So yeah, that's how I buy my cards. Yeah. <laughs> it's and, like, and I love it. You're building it and then you're buying your cards. But I, I, I go through and I use all the cards that I've had because I'm like, oh, I like this here, here, and here. And so that that's just kind of how I work. Um, and so like Amazon and Target and Walmart kind of getting this stuff. It's, I think it's good for the consumer to a certain degree. Like it's just going to be cheaper because the gaming stores have to compete against these yeah. guys now. Um, and then I think the negative part is, is like if they're not making enough money, gaming stores can really hurt off of this. So I hope Wizards is careful about this and they're able to somehow, I, I want them to be able to balance it somehow. And so I, I because, um, at Phoenix games, we were talking with the owner there and he was just kind of like, he wasn't specifically talking about this thing, but it's just like, uh, if people aren't going to the stores, less people are buying magic. And then, you know, wizards doesn't make as much money. I think there's some truth in that. Uh, if everybody's going to the internet now, it, again, some truth, we only play in pre-releases. There are certain people that live in the cities that basically meet at the card store yeah and then there's somebody there's people like us where we play most of our magic at home right uh and so that's how we've always you, been you kind of got to balance it a little bit like if you're going to a card store you're going to want to support that card store mm-hmm. I, I think if that's where you like to play but we don't necessarily have like our card store quote unquote right so like it's not as near and dear to our heart right so i, I think that's where you kind of got to balance a little bit yeah um, I don't know. How I want to add to that, really. I mean, that's just it. Yeah, it it all depends on <clears throat> how you do things. Because we've the only thing we only do pre-release, and the only thing we haven't done that's pre-release is Battle Bond. 
And that was kind of sure. like a pre-release in yeah. a way. Yeah, it was the day it came out and stuff like that. Right. And they so, didn't have pre-releases. Like, I, I don't know. It's just, you know, you don't get to drink a beer while you're at uh, the card store and play games <laughs> you, and play music. Cheers? We can cheers. I'm already done, though. Yeah. Boom. Because I was talking the whole time on my... Uh, Jetty Cathy. On my uh, Commander Spotlight. So that's kind of where we stand. I, I totally understand where people, like card store owners are like, man, this is... The competition level just rose on them, like hardcore right there. Yeah. Um. But, like, I always find, like, well, Amazon probably has the better prices. But, like, whenever I look at, like, full sale products at Target or Walmart, it's, like, five, ten bucks more than mm-hmm. even at a gaming store. So, it's, yep. like, I almost never buy from Target or Walmart. No, I think... Unless they're, like, repacks that they really fucked up on and then you're able to go away what the, one has uh, a Commander product and stuff like that. The precons of the Commander stuff seem to be right on par with everything there. But everything else, like the fat packs yeah, yeah. and whatever, fat packs are $10 more than you can get online. And they have repacks that always feel like I get, like, the worst packs possible. Yeah. <laughs> Like oh you got guild pack. It's like it's it's like a repack that you get from somebody online that like picked out the rare and the mythic yeah they're and... somehow able to like <laughs> yeah and you're paying paying full price yeah. yeah I feel like I always get fucked there so I just don't go. But I mean stuff. yeah I go to Target the I hard Target. part is... I don't go to Walmart no because I feel dirty <laughs> going in there. I only our Walmart in Elk River for a Walmart feels very clean. <laughs> Feels very clean, but every other one that I go into is like, oh man. Like we're a little bit of snobs, but understand that Target come like is from Minnesota. Minnesota <laughs> yeah. So like we're biased in that regard as well. You can love your Walmart all you want, but yeah, um, feel uh, bad for it. But so. the other one last thing with it is, it's hard for you save so much more money, you know, with the eBay discounts and or all that TCG stuff. And, or, yeah, I mean, we just bought these boxes for under eighty bucks plus. Yeah. Um, I think I got a like a dollar in eBay bucks back. So yeah. well, and like in most gaming stores are going to be for like ninety bucks, and so like we save ten bucks a piece. We don't get the we don't get the buy a box promo, but big whoop. Yeah, Again. you want a sixteen sixteen, don't you? Indestructible, heck yeah. <laughs> Convoke, oh no trample. God. I think it should have trample the way that how big that thing just is. Just put rancor on it. Yeah, that works. All right, so we should move in Moving to on. our last segment, and this is gonna be a very long episode, but that's okay because we had a lot to talk about. So they like they like the sound of our voices, yeah. so don't worry about it. One thing um, I will say, what we were just discussing, kind of leads into this for me. This is kind of the first time going into rotation that I've actually looked at cards to be like, okay, these are cards that I want to pick up. Okay, that are rotating. I don't normally do that. I just you know, like you said, I Get normally it buy it. right when I need it for a deck. That's when I buy the card, or if it's something that I'm maybe I was, you know, lands are things that are my babies. I always like to get the special lands mm-hmm. and have mm-hmm. the set of those and all that. But other than that, if they fit in a deck or I'm building a deck, that's when I buy the cards. This is actually the very first time, and I've already started to started to buy some of these cards that we put on these this list here. These lists that we're going to have over the next couple of weeks here. Four so. weeks, yeah. So we're going to do... First, we're going to start off with Kaladesh. Which is, I think, is probably the strongest one. Out of... Yeah, I mean... The, the best potential cards out of these, I think. Yeah. With a question mark Maybe. again. I like Aether Revolt, too. Well, that would, I, th- I just like the Kaladesh stuff. There's a lot of stuff I really liked with this. But yeah. uh, why don't we start with... So this is... Kaladesh, rotating top 15. 
So there's a f- list. So you guys like lists, right? <laughs> Top Every- 15. Everybody likes lists. <laughs> With uh, bulk buys at the bottom. <laughs> All uh, right. So why don't we, you start us off loud? So number one is Chandra, Torch of Defiance. Uh, this card kind of dominated standard. I've seen it work its way into modern and a little bit of legacy on like big red decks. Um, this card... Yeah, it was reprinted in like the the standard decks that they kind of they, they a lot of these were kind of like the good cards were reprinted, but this is a great card and I think this is close to modern playable. Um, right now it's sitting around like twelve ish dollars, um, uh, and my thought would be is kind of like hold off until like it. I think it can get under eight because of that reprint in mm-hmm. the standard deck boxes things that they did. Uh, and so, so that's, you think that's regular probably, or foils on these? Regular. I mean, the foils are expensive as shit. Yeah. So right, this, yeah. this card was up to, uh, it was like a thirty dollar card in standard. So remember that, like, there there's something called price memory where like car, people remember going, oh, this was a thirty. Used to be card. that, yeah. yeah. And so for some reason that was, shit kind of it was bombs. approaching forty at yeah, one point. It was it was a really good card for uh, quite a bit. Yeah. So, uh, so you're looking at. We're looking at getting in under $8. Yeah, I don't have any, so I'm going to at least pick up four. And again, most of these cards I would wait at least six weeks for um, and then start looking at buying into it. And that's after rotation. So um, that that would be my... The, the foils are over $40 right now. I'd probably wait until they're under 40 Planeswalker foils tend to keep. Yep, stay up there. Um, because they're... People people like them and foils are uh, much harder to get by because those weren't reprinted and stuff like that. So, uh, number two is Nissa Vital Force, and that we're waiting right now. She's sitting at about five bucks. So the regular or non foils, wait until it gets under four, uh, and then your foils. We're probably looking for what under seven. You're saying here on yeah, yeah so about I, seven. We're about under seven, nine ten bucks. Right now, now I, the reason why I kind of put this here is because this card's been rising ever since Dominaria. I think it's kind of finding uh, some play in Legacy, mm-hmm. and so there is extra demand beyond uh, Standard. And I found this card to be really good in um, Commander as well. So um, some of these cards aren't going to dip nearly as much as I think we expect them to. Mm-hmm. So that that's a little bit. I'd I'd say you could still maybe wait, but I'm being more careful with this card. Uh, the next stuff I totally all these I need to pick up. These are a key. the fast lands. Yep. So all of them, what we're kind of waiting till. Uh, yeah. So I'll just list them off. Number uh, three. Yeah, number three. You have fast lands, inspire bluff canals, blooming marsh, botanical sanctum, inspiring vantage, and concealed courtyard. Um, I would probably say wait until they're under about four dollars. Some are already under four dollars. Some are more. Um, but I think they're all gonna take a nice dip. Uh, the foils all tend to be actually pretty expensive. Yeah, they're point. really expensive. So I was, I, I'd probably skip on it unless you notice them going down. Yeah, I picked up at least one copy for each, just the regulars, because uh, the foils are way too expensive Yeah, <laughs> for what I want to get. Um, next one, well, we kind of get into our Gear Hulk. So number four is Torrential Gear Hulk. These used to be over 20. So that's what Larry was just saying about... It this, used to yeah, be. Yeah, this was a super standard card. Now it's taken a huge dip right now. Um, I, I think, but again, I think this is a really it good, is a good card. card. Um, so I, I picked one up for like five just to have one. 
but I, I think we can wait until Tell under four bucks, under four dollars, and then probably could, under yeah. I think you could even nine. wait longer. Um, but again, uh, we I think we talk about this in the next episode. But we, you got to. It depends on how you're looking at rotation as well. So Adam's looking to purchase, mm-hmm. and so he's going to be willing to wait a lot longer. Um, for the drop and stuff as a trader i kind of need to work on stuff at a sooner date Mm -hmm. and so i kind of did this list and so keep that in mind where i'm going to start in about six weeks to start trying to trade for these cards a bit more aggressive even though it's not at the low and it's it's when people are willing to kind of let go of stuff as well so i personally went and just for collection wise and that's why i was saying this is kind of a first for me is i went and bought I already had, I pulled two torrential gear hulks and packs. So I already had those guys, but I didn't own any of the other gear hulks. Okay. So I wanted all of them. So I ended up buying all of them in two, three of them in foil, and then one of them in regular because it was too expensive for foil at the moment. But we'll get into those. So it basically, four, five, six, and seven are all the gear hulks. We left off the white one. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of the white, white one. White one's the cheapest S. one. I got that foil for two bucks. It's super. Yeah, you, you can go and get it if you want. That's probably that I put it in the bulk buys. Maybe uh, put it in the bulk buys. I might miss it. Who cares? Uh, Torrential Gear Halt is a solid card. I think this can be like a top end in modern, in my opinion. So. Yeah, uh, I like uh, the Noxious Gear Hulk and Combustible Gear Hulk is very good too. Yeah, Combustible is great for a commander. So the green one, I don't like as much really that's an eight eight for a trampling for five at worst yeah if you give it yeah you give it all to him you're saying that's still a really good card uh but all of these you're looking at your i and personally i you can get the regulars for that will be under a a buck two bucks here pretty soon yeah i I would say wait for the foils i think the combustible is going to end up keeping because it is a it's one of the better red cards out there yeah um but the but the green and the the black one I can see dipping down like being bulk ish. Try to get those in foil if you can because not only is it a, it's foil but it's also in mythic. So I mean if those go up those will go up a lot faster than it's the typical thing that we say with the foils. Yep. But that's what I'm shooting for with those. Um, number eight, one of our favorite cards, yeah. and many uh, people like Pan Harmonica on it. Number eight, like you said, uh, I think you can. It's sitting around like four or five. Um, I'm probably being um, hopeful on this one. I'm saying you can wait until it drops below two. Um, but yeah, I, think I picked I, up my bulk of these a long time yeah, ago. I, I think I it, picked mine up for f- my foils for four bucks a piece. Yeah, and those are sitting over 15 right now. Yeah. I don't know if the foil is going to drop, so um, that's a maybe. I, th- I, I This one's already just like commander favorite yeah and it's so, so good. I, I don't know how much it's actually going to drop it I might be uh if you're going for foils it might be a you're got to buy now pretty much so um good luck with that <laughs> uh saheeli ray ray or ray ray right right number nine saheeli rye um the planeswalker this was the one that went broken with uh feldar guardian flicker flicker so flicker. i can see this one going it, working its way into modern a bit. I think it's a really good in artifact decks and blinking decks. Uh, it's, uh, I think it's a solid card for commander. And so right now I'd probably just wait. Again, it's a planeswalker. I'd probably wait until it gets below four, which is probably pretty soon. But if you want to hold out, I think you can. But I, I can see this being like 
recovering and getting up to like six to eight dollars pretty easy as well yeah um uh, my the next one i actually really like is uh Aetherflux Aetherflux reservoir number 10 number 10 there's a list you gotta say sorry the number. sorry come on we're number getting, 10 yeah we're um, this on one it. is another one along with Panormonicon is about the same time I bought both of these. Uh, I bought the foils. I think I got down around, man, when did I buy it? I thought I bought those for about seven or eight bucks. Yeah, I did back here. So yeah, these we're looking at uh, getting in if under eight bucks, uh, but this is used a lot. This is a freaking good card in yeah. Commander. Um Get the regulars if they get under a buck, man. You could pick up a whole bunch of those at under a dollar. I bet you this is a five dollar card within a couple of years, mm-hmm. but just the non foils, non foils. Yeah, I mean, you have a potential for the foil to go down a little bit lower, but I think, again, I think this is going to end up being this is a casual staple, and I think it's not going to move down nearly as mm-hmm. much as you're going to be used to. It's good. I think it's kind of following the same, not the exact same boat as Panormonicon, but it's. It's, it's, a, right it's up there. there. Yeah. Uh, why don't you get us to number? I like. I like all these yeah, cards. They have number a lot 11. of good commander. Yeah, cards that's what I was this. saying. Freaking Kaladesh had a lot of good stuff in it. Uh, number eleven, Inventor's Fair, which uh, it's just a land that gains you life if you have an artifact, and then if you have Metalcraft, you can pay four and search for an artifact. Uh, I th- I'm hoping you'll be able to get this card kind of under a dollar or right around a dollar. Um, but its foil is kind of crazy. Yeah, at the this foil point. is gonna be tough. Um, so I don't know if I'd go for the foil because uh, again, I don't think this being a casual like this goes in every artifact commander deck that you're gonna build. This might be good enough to make it into modern just because as a one or two of. Yeah. Um, it's uh, because it's a legendary land as well, but it's it's a really good card. So if you can pick up this card for around a dollar, I think you'll be pretty lucky. I mean, it has. It has mana. It gives you mana. It gives you life if you have three artifacts. It also tutors I think, a freaking artifact. Gain the life if you have, have an three artifact. Or, isn't it three or more? No, I think it's just a artifact, I'm and then it's three memory. or more to search. I have to look. Adam didn't do his homework this week, so because <laughs> he had to work. <laughs> uh, if you control three or more artifacts, you gain a life. Okay, you can you fucking. can sacrifice to go search. For, uh, the reason I've been already looking at picking these up. I already have a bunch of them, but I was looking at picking up more. So you can do that. You can do it. Time. Yeah, you can All do right. it at any point. That's why I said so I this thing is up. really right. freaking good because it's a tutor for any artifact. It's a mana, and then if you have three artifacts, you're gaining yeah. life off of it. And this is another one that's gained in price since Dominaria, which is kind of uncommon. So that tells me that it is a casual staple commander card. I don't know. Like I haven't really seen cards do this trend very much. And so it's kind of like a new new thing that's going on. People are going, buy this, keep this, hold on to it because you're going to want to play with it. And people understand that. And they go, well, I'm not going to just release them into the wild. So I think the supply is going to be shorter. If it dips, it might be pretty quick as well. Uh, so these I'm fine with getting regulars on because, like you said, I think foils are up in around upper teens, 20, I'm guessing yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're around upper teen, mid-teens to 20. Yeah. I can see, oops, I went back. I can see the regulars of this card by itself a couple of years down the road reaching easily 10 bucks. Five, yeah, I can easily say five, six. Your foils are quite a bit higher, of course. So you're probably looking yeah. at 30 $40 with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it does depend on how much it dips as well. Mm-hmm. Like if this 
dips a lot, then maybe there isn't that demand. But if it stays around three dollars and doesn't dip much, basically know that this card is going to just go up. Yeah. If this gets below, if this gets to two, I am buying a shit ton of these. <laughs> that is, I a, think it'd be a good. That's a very good card. All right, uh, number twelve, metallurgic summonings or yeah. summon. Summoning. Yeah, summoning. Um, these are a pretty good. I love this card actually, but I'd say go for these on the foil guys. But I mean, they, yeah, I, I think I think one one thing that I like to do is get a foil and a regular, and then like I play use with the a regular. Foil. Yeah, play with the regular. Well, I, use, I a, use a foil and then I have the regular as like a placeholder for when for I put it back <laughs> in the sleeves, or if I want to use it again. But this card goes in a t- like I like using it in my spell slinger decks because so, it creates creatures as you're playing spells. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, yeah, I, I think this is a great card. So I, I think you can easily go for the foils. Um, probably want. I think you can probably start getting foils for under two dollars here in the regular range that we were talking about. And it, it, I think it'll start getting used a little bit more in Commander because that's the one where if you have ten or more of one artifact type, you win the game. No. Or is that the every time you cast an instant or sorcery, you make a construct? Construct. That's one. Yeah. Okay. I get those two. You know which one? The other one I'm talking about. Yeah, we talked about it next week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> next week this week we've already talked <laughs> we talked about it last week but it's for next week just for anybody that's paying attention yeah so those two are very similar in my head for you probably should have done a back to the future theme yeah <laughs> because we're all time gonna go is back here. in time <laughs> dee 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 gonna go back in time you know you got it now yeah. <laughs> i hate you it sounds great the next card is my favorite. I wasn't paying. One of my favorite commanders. Oh, number thirteen, Rashmi, Eternity's Crafter. Woo! Um, I I think I'm already seeing this card for under a buck. Uh, I think this is. I just picked up the foils uh, for seven because I think this card is pretty bonkers. Yeah, and I was thinking that you could probably pick this up for under five, five if you. I just a wanted bit. to get a foil. Uh, I picked up two copies because I had store credit at Abu Games, so I was like, well. I want this as a foil. I'm yeah. gonna keep one in my binder and one for my actual commander that I have. And so, and and again, like uh, generally, you're not gonna get a huge dip in legendary foils. So, if you're starting to see a dip, take it. If not, right away, you know, in the next in the next like two three weeks after, you might want to pick it up. You might just want to pick it up because it, it is a used dip. commander. I mean, it's a pretty dang strong commander isn't that it's, right it's Lowry? Good. pretty dang <laughs> it's pretty dang uh next one is smuggler's copter looking for regulars under number 14 is smuggler's copter <sighs> thank you larry mm-hmm. uh people need to know where foil, we're on the list foils well maybe i'll add in like a little sounder of somebody's voice i don't know no I number that's 14. too much work for me yeah exactly okay uh, a robot yep um but the foil's under five bucks a uh, smuggler's copter. I don't think I have that. This is more of a um, modern-ish, right? Yeah, I, I mean, it's this, not gonna be this was banned in standard. Um, I like looting because it helps graveyard shenanigans in commander. Um, so I don't have a problem with this card. Uh, I don't know if I've been able to work it into any decks lately. I have it in one of my modern, like, casual decks that I have. So. Um, I really haven't taken the time to sit down and use it, but it's cheap. It's colorless. Uh, I, I think it hits a lot of things and just being banned in standard again. I think we talked about this on just the tips is just, um, it should make you stand up a little bit and go, Hey, this card's pretty powerful. So, uh, and then moving on to number 15, uh, Comball or fuck. All right. Comball, uh, console of allocations, 
Uh, this card's already under a dollar. I think you can pick it up for, you know, get it for under 50 cents. Jank. You can get it for uh, the foils. It is a legend. It um, is spiking. It has. It's currently spiking. Yep, it yeah. is at 12. This one has been down, uh, specced on on multiple um, it? finance it's, podcasts. I've heard this when it was back here. When it was yeah. around three bucks, people were specking on it. Then it jumped up to seven bucks, and now it's on a twelve buck spike right now. 12. I think it's still going to probably. I hope it comes back down because back. I do want to get If it's over a foil. twelve, like I think it's hard. Again, it's a legend one, so it might not recover from that. Um, but like I, I was playing a game with uh, Nick and Ken. They came over two weeks ago, and I played this on turn three in my crab and regna deck and it was swords to plowshare right away oh <laughs> i was like wow that that must be scary it must be much better than i anticipated to be but it's still pretty good i might say pick this up if it gets under eight again because <laughs> going back to what it, the pre-spike yeah because i don't this is a good card i mean there's that then the thing is the par- hard part is when you start to get other podcasts that are speculate on it not just one they finance. kind of all like they snow, start like they start they get getting their listeners it. start buying and people talk well, about it's a it. good thing people don't listen to us <laughs> yeah <laughs> when we talk about a card it stays right there no, i'm just kidding <laughs> tells you about the influence we have on the market <laughs> the only time it spikes is when there's only like five copies left and all those five listeners all <laughs> yeah. pick it all up <laughs> thank you listeners <laughs> generally it's just me going oh, i guess i should get this <laughs> Larry, we did our own spike. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's run through our bulk buys. Why don't you just read them off really quick? Bulk These buys. are ones that are going to be really cheap, and you should be able to buy quite a few copies, and they can fit in your deck. Yeah. Um, and I would also say, like, if you trade into your local store for like uh, some credit with your boxes or whatever, and you're trying to get stuff, this is also stuff that I would hold on to. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then also, I will side note if you can get these a lot of these will be foils pretty damn cheap too yeah, take a look so at go for those instead of just regulars because if they do end up somebody makes a deck and it does spike those will go way up so all right uh angel of invention animation module gaunty lord of luxury aetherworks marvel fumigate blossoming defense aether hub cathartic reunion cloud blazer contraband kingpin cultivator cultivators caravan Depala, uh pilot exemplar, uh, dramatic reversal, filigree familiar, glint nest crane, harness lightning, harsh scrutiny, madcap experiment, uh, marionette master, Padim, council of innovation, reckless fireweaver, Sahili's artistry, servant of the conduit, and unlicensed dis- disintegration. Uh, so just flying through that real quick. It's a list. If you bought any of the uh of kaladesh you probably have these cards laying around i would just kind of hang on to them so like for example i picked up that's one of the things i picked up i didn't have aetherworks aetherworks uh, marvel, marvel so i bought a foil one of that for buck 50 or something like that yeah. two bucks they're all bulk they're all cheap yeah so but uh specifically i would go for foils if you're going for any of those because you're still going to get those pretty dang cheap but then you have a potential of making money off of them if for some reason like if like with Aetherwork, Aetherworks, why can't oh, Aetherworks? <laughs> Aetherworks Marvel. <laughs> uh, but I mean, if if they start bringing back that mechanic again, of um, it's a serious card to be a contender. Like right. if it might not, you just might not have like enough mass 
energy stuff mm-hmm. to make a deck. Like they did a ton of it, but a ton of it's not very good. But if they start making they it do in it other again, sets, yeah. then you're that. As might long as they don't fuck it again. up like they did with allies from Zendikar, like it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're gonna make allies, but it's not gonna act like allies. Yeah, but it's gonna be allies. They're just so gonna don't be worry named about allies. It. Like, God damn it. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's something that you want to work uh, look at a little bit too. But yeah, these are just it's bulk stuff that I would just like hang on to yep. in my mind. So we should cut this episode short. Not short, but we should just do our sign offs pretty quick because we're an hour and a half into this. So find us on Twitter. Uh, you can Gmail us or YouTube us, and then um, yeah, I think that's about it for this week, right? Next week, what are we doing for? Well, we have next week's episode is your Commander Spotlight. Yeah, I did uh, Niv Mizzet, uh, Prune, and then and then Prune. <laughs> Niv Mizzet's an old man; he needs his prunes. <laughs> it's just like Pierre the imaginative, imaginative <laughs> boy. He's a boy. Maybe I'm a real boy. Anyways, uh, and then in two weeks we are doing our CCC Red. Yep. So which we are actually doing currently, right. like right after this. Right after, so that's what yeah. we're gonna say. We're gonna say see you guys, and we will see you guys next week. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> we're gonna say see you guys, and then we're see gonna ya. say see you next week. Oh boy! All right, see ya. Bye.